0: Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a nutritionist, life coach, and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. On this podcast, we chat all things physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health to ensure you thrive from the inside out in order to create a more joyous and fulfilling life. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back
1: to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Keshfu and I am your host. I am so happy you are here today and I promise to make it worth your while. I'm so excited to chat about today's topic as it's something I've been thinking about lately, which is ghosting. But before we do so, I wanted to share something super exciting that I've decided to offer given that Black Friday and the holiday season is coming up. This is something I have never offered before, which is payment plans for my eight-week coaching program, whereby I use my signature and unique dice technique to manifesting to teach you step-by-step how to unblock yourself so that you can start attracting your bigger desires and so that you no longer feel anxious and helpless in your circumstances. I've done this so that money can't be an excuse for you anymore. Because right now, money is an excuse for so many of you. And so many of you believe that the reason why you're not moving forward is because the budget doesn't fit it or you can't afford it. And with me offering this payment plan option, I want to take it away from your ego. Because by not allowing yourself to move forward because of believing that it's a pricing issue, it's going to cost you so much more physically spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and energetically, if you allow yourself to go down that path and continue to let your ego run the show. And so my coaching is by application only, and the link to apply is in the show notes. But trust me, I have made it so affordable if, if, if you just open yourself up to living a life far greater than what you are experiencing right now. And so head to the link in the show notes, and I cannot wait to hear from you. But for now, let's chat about ghosting. Even just saying the word gives me the creeps. I should have actually recorded this around Halloween for the sake of being festive. But jokes aside, this has been a topic that seems to be coming up a lot lately. And oh boy, oh boy, do I have so much to say. Obviously, a lot of the work I do with my clients centers around self-worth, the way they view themselves and value themselves. Well, essentially my role as a mind-body manifesting coach is to help my clients attract their bigger desires. It all starts with clearing out the blocks which have been otherwise holding them back from doing so, irrespective of what their desire may or may look like. It starts with your level of self-worth. From your bank balance to your health, the kind of partner you attract, the quality of friendships in your life, your personal relationships, your well-being, your career path, and so much more, our lives merely mirror the relationship we have with ourselves. While we are attracting and drawing in, whatever we are drawing in starts with the value we place on ourselves. And ultimately, if we want to manifest those high value outcomes, which let's be honest, everything you currently desire is a high value outcome. Or in other words, it's something you place a high value on. And in order to draw it in, Your energy needs to be high value too. But if you're here doubting yourself, undermining yourself, and constantly waiting for external validation and for something outside of you to determine your worth and establish the way you feel about yourself, that energetic misalignment will only push away the very desire that you want. And on the flip side, the quicker we can start to truly honor, respect, and value ourselves on a visceral level and actually give ourselves permission to validate ourselves, that is when the whole game changes. This is when we get into energetic alignment with our desire. This is when we therefore effortlessly draw it in. And like I said, it all starts with you. And so if we really want to get back in the driving seat of our lives so that we can manifest our bigger desires, we need to start working on ourselves from the inside out. So rather than spend your whole life waiting for someone to tell us how we feel, we're going to start allowing ourselves to do so. All the affirmations in the world mean nothing if your actions and feelings aren't in accordance with the words you are reciting. You can stare all day in the mirror and tell yourself that you love and value yourself But if you are struggling to draw a boundary, or you are valuing someone else's opinion more than the way you see yourself, or you're waiting for the number of likes you get on your recent Instagram upload to establish whether it was a good post, you are acting out of integrity. In other words, your actions are not matching the words you are saying, which is why you aren't seeing your bigger desires unfold. Boom. Is it just me? Or did you hear your mind just get blown? (laughs) But no. And here's the thing is that there are so many factors that can affect our self-worth if we are not being cautious. And while I don't want to generalize and say that it's only women who experience self-worth issues, because it definitely is felt across the board, irrespective of your gender. I do feel that as women, we tend to have a greater tendency to undermine ourselves. And while a podcast episode alone on the topic wouldn't nearly do justice, I'll touch upon a few contributors that come to mind. So first and foremost, societal conditioning, especially if you are of Desi background, it's common for boys to be put on a pedestal as the more superior sex. And I mean, thank goodness things are starting to change now. Also gender norms, such as women getting paid less, or extensive usage of social media. And as a result, falling into the comparison trap as we browse other people's highlights reels. Also, the over-reliance on the number on the scales and the pressure to look a certain way and those pre-established norms of what beauty looks like. And as for today's topic, which I believe deserves a whole podcast episode, which is why we are here, (laughs) is the uprise of the concept of ghosting. And because it's become so common, the act of being ghosted or ghosting someone, it has almost become normalized. And this might ruffle a few feathers, but I'm just going to say it. I think the act of ghosting is one of the most grotesque conducts of behavior. It is unkind and a cowardly disregard of someone else's mental and emotional well-being. If you aren't familiar with the term ghosting, I'll read out the technical definition. Ghosting, also known as simmering or icing, is an informal term which describes the practice of ending all communication and contact with another person without any apparent warning or justification and subsequently ignoring any attempts to reach out or communication made by said person. In other words, it is when someone goes off the radar completely without any forward warning or explanation. While we often think of ghosting in terms of romantic relationships, it can show up in our lives in so many other ways, including potential employers. So let's say you've been applying for a job and you never hear back. The potential employer hasn't bothered to reach out and tell you that the job opening has been filled by someone more suited or even, now, or even that now it's been canceled. Alternatively, a candidate for the job may never show up for the interview. And while it's probably more rare, ghosting can even happen with long-term friends. Rather than talk out an issue or acknowledge that the friendship dynamic no longer exists the way it once did, one person in the relationship might choose to cut off the relationship cold turkey. Or maybe you've been looking to rent a home, and after going back and forth with an agent, he or she stops replying to your calls or emails. Essentially, ghosting can show up in various scenarios, and I'm pretty sure we've all experienced it on some level some less impactful and intense than others. As much as I've worked and continue to work with the most phenomenal clients, honestly, every day in my gratitude journal, I acknowledge how blessed I am for the kind of people I get to work with, but don't let Instagram fool you. I share plenty of amazing testimonials from the clients I get to work with, but having been in this space for the last nine years, I've definitely had to do my own fair share of internal work that's required to sustain a business where you are constantly in contact with people. And trust me, I continue to do so on a daily basis. And this is why I, this is primarily why I continue to invest in high-level coaches and mentors. If I wasn't conscious about working on myself, I'd probably be questioning my worth, never taking risks or going out of my comfort zone, and also giving into imposter syndrome on a daily basis. If I was left to my own devices, I would probably be a very different version of myself right now. And so for every seven amazing clients I work with, I'll get on an application call with one potential client who suddenly ghosts me. Rather than have the decency to email or message back and say they are not ready to move forward for whatever reason, they just totally go off the radar. No reply, no acknowledgement. In the past, it would agitate me and also create so much internal unease. To a degree, I would question myself, did I do something wrong? Could I have shown up in a different way? Am I not a good coach? You get the drill. But the more I started reframing it, the less of an impact it has on me. And so, yes, it is still frustrating, but the intensity of emotion I attach to the circumstance is far different now. And Lord knows I do not internalize it like I would have in the past or question if I'm good enough. If someone doesn't have the decency to send a line or two to say that they are not going to move forward, they probably wouldn't have been able to show up and do the work that my program is requiring from them to see the transformation. And let's be honest, there is nothing more frustrating than trying to coach someone who isn't willing to meet you halfway. And so those so-called potential clients who ghost me, it's really now a blessing in disguise. I'm not going to sit here and tell you to gain a thick skin and not get affected by it. As humans, we are wired for connection and crave a sense of belonging. Aside from not getting closure when we are ghosted, that rejection also stings. And while it might be impossible to be fully immune to it, we can definitely minimize its impact on us and more importantly, preserve the relationship we have with ourselves so that we no longer question if we are good enough. And in the process, unknowingly block ourselves from moving forward due to someone else's inconsequential behavior. So how do we not internalize, and internalize ghosting and have it affect our self-perception and the value we place on ourselves? Okay, well, I'm first going to take a sip of my coffee because it's sitting here and it's getting cold. So give me a second. All right, so how do we not internalize it? Humanity, change the meaning you attach to ghosting. That is where your power lies. In this scenario and every other situation in your life. Everything in your life is neutral and ultimately the way you perceive it determines its impact on you. The lens which you view the circumstances creates an emotional charge within you, which determines your point of attraction. I'll break it down for you. The meaning you attach to a circumstance determines the way you feel, which determines what you attract into your life. Because remember, we attract based on how we are feeling and who we are being, not what we are wanting nor what we are saying. And so if you want to feel better and essentially attract better, you got to go to the root. Change the meaning you attach to ghosting and the way you view it so that it no longer negatively affects you. Focus on your controllable and what you do have full power over. You cannot control whether or not someone replies you, but you can control how you feel about it. And so while being ghosted might feel like rejection, You could also choose to view it from another lens, a more empowering lens. Every time someone goes off the radar with no explanation, it merely illustrates a lack of emotional maturity and their inability to express or communicate their intentions, their choices, or their desires. Think about it for a second. The only reason people ghost is because of the potential discomfort that a conversation would bring it is much easier to run away from it rather than deal with the issue head on. It's also a total total reflection of their relationship with themselves. The way we treat others is an extension of the way we treat ourselves. If someone cannot respect themselves, it's highly unlikely they're going to be able to show you the mere respect and decency to express why they want to end all communication. And rather than feel like you've been rejected, really ask yourself, would I even want that kind of energy in my life? Rather than make it about you, realize that this unkind and self absorbed act likely reveals plenty about the other person's person and his or her shortcomings rather than indicate that the problem lies with you so let's say you 've gone on a couple of dates with a guy or a girl and they suddenly ghost you, sure, yeah, it does suck, and it 's going to stink but He or she is probably not as great as the vision you created in your head. And honestly speaking, probably not the kind of person you would even want to build a relationship with or who is even worthy of you. Doesn't that sound so much better? And yes, maybe initially you don't believe it, but the more you tell yourself a new story, the more your life will reflect that story back to you. But again, it all starts with you. I've mentioned this in the past, but when it comes to understanding the universe and really hacking the manifestation process so that you can effortlessly draw in your desires, it is so important to understand that there are so many universal laws at play beyond just the law of attraction. One that is especially relevant to this idea of ghosting is the law of divine oneness, which essentially states that on some level, we are all interconnected. And so as a result, whatever we are saying, thinking, feeling, and projecting onto others, we're also sending that same energy back to ourselves. In scenarios where you have been ghosted, it can be somewhat of a blow to the ego, given you showed up fully and your kindness wasn't matched, whether it was in a romantic relationship, a friendship, a working dynamic, or any other kind of interaction. Also, as humans, it's natural to want closure and an explanation to understand the other person's behavior. Here's the thing life is not so transactional, and it's time to stop operating from a place of scarcity by thinking that he or she is your only source of good energy. Just because you show up fully in one interaction, it doesn't mean that the other person is necessarily going to give you that same energy back. However, You can trust that the positive abundant energy you put out is never wasted. It will always come back to you. The source just might be different. Also remember that the law of attraction is always switched on and none of us are immune to it. If you put out good energy, it will invariably come back to you period, no exception. And the quicker you allow yourself to get the lesson, the quicker you will receive the blessing. As for now, your lesson is to remember that the only person who can truly determine your worth is the person staring back at you in the mirror, and As for the need for closure, the best thing you can do is to accept the circumstance for what it is and constantly remind yourself that it is a reflection of somebody 's relationship with themselves rather than it being an issue with you and also take comfort in the fact that karma is real, so real. what goes around it comes around being ghosted happened to you as an opportunity for you to reclaim and redefine your worth. And as for the other person who ghosted you, he or she will inevitably receive their karmic overdraft. Karma spares no one. And before we round up this episode, let's end with an affirmation. And I want you to not only repeat after me, but allow yourself to really feel the words coming through. I am whole, worthy, and complete exactly as I am. I am no longer available for people who lack emotional maturity. Someone's inability to communicate takes nothing away from who I am. Repeat after me once more. And again, like I said, I want you to really feel the words coming out of your mouth. I am whole, worthy, and complete exactly as I am. I am no longer available for people who lack emotional maturity. Someone's inability to communicate takes nothing away from who I am. And on that note, I am sending you love. I will talk to you soon. And like I said earlier, head to the link in the show notes to apply for my one-on-one coaching program. And until we speak next
0: time. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfill podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message